Hey everybody, welcome back to Visual Novel Book Club. I'm your pal Slowbeak. With me, of course, my good friend Aaron Ronan. Good evening. My good friend Devious Vacuum. Good morning. My good friend Jim. Hey everybody. My good. Oh. What? And Who? Is that it? Huh? Wait, where is where is what? Turbo and Hola? I'm looking around like in physical space as if like anyone could see that, but it's a podcast, so you can't. Oh no, you guys. <sighs> we lost him. They broke the rules. Well, yeah, yeah. That's well, at least one broke the rules. The other was taken out by a werewolf. Ah, that's true. Yeah, exactly. So mm. the corruption took one of them. <laughs> mm. Yes, we'll have to we'll have to loop again next time. You guys maybe do a better job. That's fine. I don't really care about either. I of think them. we know who broke the rules. Though. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm not going to name any names, but we know who did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so last time when we left off, uh, the credits had rolled and we had completed the first loop of Raging Loop. And now this session is the second loop of Raging Loop. So we start back over at the beginning and we unlock the, the key where uh, Haraki was, uh, was riding on his bike uh, at the very beginning, like the first choice we have. And he's like, I feel like I should remember something. And um, that's where it fits in. So like, right, he's not even there yet. He's not, he's not, like, he still has a choice. Like he's not even in Yasumisu. And uh, and you can select the option to remember the events of the previous route. And he remembers everything that happened. Um, and so we're, we're looping again, new game plus. Well, he says that his memory is fragmented and doesn't actually remember everything, but it really sure just it does seem it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At first he knows the names. He says that. And he kind of is blurry on the events, but he definitely knows who everyone is. I think that's just to cover the fact that he's looping multiple times. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I was thinking maybe, you know, like, he's like half paying attention because he's like thinking about Jamie the whole time, Jamie the whole time, you know, but who knows. When we first got to this, um, this choice, I really thought that uh, he was going to remember something about his breakup because like that was the only information we had about him at that time. And like it was going to be some plot twist. And uh, I didn't think it would go all the way this far back of, of where he remembers. But he remembers. So he, when he arrives at the gas station, he like he knows. So he like stocks up on supplies. He's got a plan. He asks the gas station attendant for way more stuff. And for some reason, they have mm-hmm. all of it. And he's like, <laughs> why do you have all this stuff? And she's like, I don't know. It's like it's one of those magical things where like she's just like, I don't know. I'll check. Holy shit. It's here, too. What, this stuff wasn't here five minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. She's like, do you know what? The, and he's like, no, I, I'm not. I have no idea. So that's funny. And uh, he even asks for, do you have any, like, cool, like, local sodas? And she gives him uh, a weird black liquid in a bottle labeled Wild Plant Cola, um, which sounds dangerous, in my opinion, <laughs> but is actually completely fine and delicious. And no, it was not a plot point. But he only, he only checked the, the ingredients list after he drank it. <laughs> yeah, my dude. I mean, he's taking this a little too lax, this whole looping thing, you know? He also, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but like it was a hand-drawn label too, like, yeah. handwritten. It wasn't like yeah. manu. It was, there's no factory that made this. This was yeah. some somebody, like just some person was like, "I'll make soda. Why not?" <laughs> and he, then he's like, "This is like Pepsi with herbs in it." <laughs> <laughs> herbs. <laughs> Disgusting. He takes it out of a cool, like a beat up cooler. He's like, "What is this plastic jug with a label slapped yeah. on the side?" And it's not drugs. Like what? And like later, he has when he when he gets drunk on purpose, he like has to 
buy something separately. It's just, I just, I don't know. It was such a funny aside that meant nothing and did nothing. <laughs> um, so we have the option to not go to Yasumisu and not try to solve the mystery. Yeah, in, in two different ways. You can either try to go mm. back or try to actually just go past Yasumisu and keep going. <laughs> right. <laughs> Neither of those work. And it's not, yeah, it's not worth it. You die in the mist. And the sheep is immediately like, yeah, you only tried this to get a bad ending. We know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he does, he does like bring up when, when before, if you select that, he does like think about what happens if he like lives his entire life and then loops back to this place. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> and then dies and then comes back. Yeah. Um, but he also wonders if he died on the mountain path the first time. And that's why he's trapped here. That he just like he died when he crashed his bike. And this has all been like a post, like a, a, a liminal space. Like before he dies, he's experiencing all of this. Mm. So he's thinking about all the, the, the twists, all the stereotypical things. Um that's interesting too, because then it like it kind of cuts down on the possible like twist. Like I was thinking, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I was like, I bet that he's he died on that mountain path, and then it's like, no, damn it, <laughs> you win this round, raging loop. Yeah, it'd be a <laughs> it'd be a big letdown if he like guessed it right off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> Got it in one. Okay, this game is short. So <laughs> instead of crashing down the path, uh, he is like, I'm going to enter Yasumisu the normal way. Um, which means driving through Kami Fujiyoshi and, and going the way that the reporters went. Um, so, uh, and he's like, if I, if I enter normally, then they might not see me as much as, as much of an outsider because I had permission from Kami Fujiyoshi to go there. Little does he know what that entails. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but so right off the bat, it's like the middle of the night and he's driving in a motorcycle, which is very loud through a small town. So he immediately gets pulled over by a police officer who's like, why are you here? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, he, so he gets he gets brought to the to the, uh, the office, the building, the, the one police officer where he lives with his wife. Like it's like <laughs> very casual yeah. uh, place. And um the the impression we get of the police officer in this is that he is just sort of he's like just doing his job. He doesn't particularly like being here, and he is sort of a, a soft-hearted man trying to put up a, a tough front. Mm-hmm. And uh, he we have two we start off with two options of how we can respond to him when he says, "Why are you here?" And we can either say we got lost or that we are looking for our girlfriend. And each of these gives us a key. Um, somebody else talk about what what happens if you say you got lost. Oh, it, it's real. It's real simple. He just is like, okay, I'm escorting you out of town. And then you're like, no, but I'm tired. He's like, I'm escorting you out of town. It's like if you're if you, you say, oh, but I just want to like stay here, and I don't think I can make it, or I don't have any fuel. And he's like, I'll give you my scooter fuel. Like he's like, you're getting out of here. And as soon as you start to drive away, you get tired, you get sleepy, you crash, and you die. Game over. It's real simple. <laughs> So he's trying to protect us, like we like, and so then Haraki's like, "Oh shit!" Like he's like, this officer's like, "You don't want to stay here," <laughs> and he can't get out of it. He's like, "No, I know, I know, it's fucked up, but I, I want to be here." Yeah, it's like I can't tell you why you don't want to be here, but you don't want to be here, kid. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and he's like, "No, I know, but I can't tell him that I know and that I'm doing this on purpose." So then the other option is you can say you're looking for your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. 
Which is fun because then he tells you tell him a story and you win this cop over who's just this soft hearted cop and you're like, Oh yeah, you know, I met her and it was out there and he's like, Was this in Tokyo? And you're like, No, it was this other place and like, you know, we we really got along. She stole my heart and I came out to and you tell this long story and the cop gets drawn in and drawn in and drawn in and the cop's like, What's her name? And then the uh Haraki's just like, um I probably shouldn't lie, and so he says, uh Chemi's name and the cop's like get the fuck out he's like get the <laughs> fuck out you are out of here leave now Sever. same thing now <laughs> you crash and die <laughs> so with each one of those you get a key and then when you get key five nice officer and key six taboo name and then we unlock the final option which is snap I love that too because he like it's like he tried twice and he's like I can't take it anymore <laughs> you know <laughs> two two was my limit <laughs> like Ooker in from Signs Gate would have been at like t- attempt three hundred like I'll try a different name a different story a different thing and like three is just like ah that's it and he, it snaps my favorite because he's just like I can't take it anymore this I can't survive I keep dying and the cops like. Oh my gosh, you're going crazy. Permission to shoot and shoots him, which I'm like also is kind of like Yikes. a quick jump to conclusion. And hey, yeah. Gab, am I right, folks? <laughs> Very topical. And it's like, yeah. Cop didn't really ask anybody. There's a fake radio on his thing. He's just like, permission to shoot. <laughs> Boom, done. Yeah, there's no. <sighs> It's no permission. This, I mean. Also happened in Siren, I might add. But yeah, sorry. Yeah, I, I, I do wonder what, like. What is it like to be a police, a, a cop in uh, Kamifuchiyoshi, the cult town? Like, what, <laughs> what do you even? What's that like? Seems pretty bad. You know, to, I guess to be fair, right? Like the town, one town over has this werewolf ritual that happens and shit like that. Maybe you're just like, I don't know what this is. It ain't good. Let's just let's just skip ahead a couple of steps and shoot the guy who is probably a zombie or something. Like, I'm, the, I'm the police, but I can't arrest all of these people. The FBI won't return my calls. <laughs> but also, like, didn't they say before, like, you can't call the cops? Like, does he get those phone calls and be like, uh, n- no, I got nothing I can do. Sorry, <laughs> good luck. Presumably because they'll kill him, right? <laughs> like, if he does anything, uh, he's outnumbered. And, like, again, like, the, the Bureau or whatever won't return his calls. They're like, they're making this up. You just don't want to be assigned to this hick town. I'm making this up. This is my headcanon. Right. No, it's good. I, or maybe you have to like become part of the feast then if you interfere with it, you know? So it's just like, I don't want to play werewolf. Oh, they would. They would send him to Yasumizu or his wife. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Fucked up. All right. So <laughs> after snapping and getting shot, um, this time he's finally got a plan and uh, we can we can unlock a, a different a different path uh, earlier, way earlier before he gets to the gas station. And a plan. Yeah, a plan. <laughs> uh, he, so, so at the gas station, he buys and drinks a bunch of sake so that he's drunk and he cannot drive. Then he drives into Kami Fujiyoshi and gets pulled over and he's he drunk. He doesn't even drive. I think he hides his motorcycle outside and just walks in yeah. drunk. Which is just like, what? Yeah, he, so he can't. <laughs> the cop can't make him leave because he's drunk. And so he's like, you have to, you have to spend the night in the police station. And so he does, and he wakes up the next day in the police station. So he's made it further than he's made it before. And when he wakes up, 
uh, the cop is like, okay, are you, you want to tell me what happened? And, uh, and he says, he tells a pathetic story about how he was the end of, at the end of his rope and basically that he was, he was coming out here to kill himself. Um, which lined up with what he heard in Yasumisu last route, last loop where people, people hang themselves in the forest and it gives this pathetic story. And, uh, the, the cop is like, Oh, you know, like my, my wife, like my wife's brother or whatever can like give you some work in this other town and like wants to help him and they give him food and breakfast and stuff. And, um, they make their own food, which becomes relevant later. Um, because they're not from here and um and they they're trying to get him to leave and he's like trying to make up reasons why he would not want to leave and he's like well can't i work here i feel like i'm supposed to be here and they're like maybe don't want to let me not here (laughs) (laughs) we've been here 20 years and we don't recommend it 20 years yeah oh of being outsiders and and eating separately from everyone else oh my god what a nightmare um so, uh, eventually by him saying that, you know, he kind of like pressures the cop to like, kind of admit that there's weird stuff going on But before they can talk about it too much. The, uh, the radio comes on or the speakers come on playing that, that song, the prayer song. Um, and the, the cop is like, that means it's seven o'clock in the morning and everybody comes out, everybody comes outside to go eat at the main dining hall. So this is the same in this, in this much larger city compared to Yasumizu. Everyone still does that. And, uh, they all look real sad. And, uh, so they all miserably, <laughs> miserably Shuffling jingle off. to the dining hall. Like what? <laughs> so that's terrifying. And instead of calling it the dining hall, they call it the watering hole. Um, so I have a question to Oren about what these words are in Japanese and like what why they're different. Basically the same, but they have an entire reason why why it's called watering hole, like later, because the family of transit, which is the Higuchi, um, mm-hmm. they it, you you weren't supposed to light a fire on the mountain for some reason. Yes, yep. and and they were the family who like uh, lit a fire and hid it from the gods uh, in the watering hole. And in modern times, that meant uh, responsible for the food, for feeding everyone. Yeah, so it's, is it also like watering hole? Yeah, it's, it's basically the same word. Mm. And Mr. Higuchi himself so shows up at this point. Yeah, Shoji Higuchi. We don't have a full sprite, but it, we, do, we do see his face in the dialogue box. Mm-hmm. And he is scary. He's creepy as hell. He's like <laughs> smiling too much in that like middle management kind of way. His, his glasses mm. are opaque. And uh, he's just like, oh, did someone mention my name? Like, oh, I'm here. <laughs> Hello. Uh, and he even points out like, oh, you're not, you know, you're not going to go eat at the dining hall. That's right. You make your own food to the to the cop and his wife. And he offers to take Haraki to the watering hole and uh, give him breakfast. And Haraki immediately he, he immediately notices that it's not really a request, it's a command to the police officer. The, the police officer couldn't refuse to like let him go to the dining hall. Yeah, mm-hmm. they establish this real fast, that who's in control and who's responding. Yeah, and even says, like, it seems like uh, Higuchi is the kind of person, like, they're the kind of family where, like, he could not be present in a place and not have the conversation directed at him. Like, if he's somewhere, then he's part of the conversation. And, uh, 
So he takes them to the to the dining facility, which is apparently one of several because um, this is pretty large place. Thousands of people here. Yeah. yeah, it's all like what like buffet style stuff, mm-hmm. and it's sort of bland. Very with with wild beast. <laughs> yeah. So we learn <laughs> we learn more about the word shishi uh, or shishinare. And um, we love a horror game with unspecified meat in the food. Uh, <laughs> mm. <laughs> what could that be? Um, unspecified wild game. Uh, I, I, I'll say one thing about the translation here is that I'm, I'm not sure I quite like how they, they love to just, when, when they don't have... They aren't great enough to like not do the okay. The, the, this this really needs a Japanese word here, so we're going to explain it. Like in Japanese, this means that, and they do this several times. Hmm. It's like not quite mm-hmm. literal, but it's also very unnatural. Yeah, I wonder because I so far in what we've read, I, I don't think that there's. I, I don't know if there's any reason why they couldn't use the the phrase "wild game." They go into the entire thing where, like, shishi was how you once read the word that's currently for for meat that's currently um, pronounced niku, and there's an entire thing about um, how. So shishi um, sounds like it comes from inoshishi, which is wild boar, but they go into it's not just boar; it's everything. Uh, that's just like the local word for every animal we kill. So there's something in, with Japanese here, but it's not. Um, you, you, you could you could you could have probably been been more creative in English in other places too yeah so he explains that and they they eat and so Hiroki's like I've, I've eaten the food it's happening I'm eating the food <laughs> and uh, uh, and then of course uh, so Haraki re- repeats his story um, but he's a little more nervous because he's like this guy's smarter than the cop I was just talking to so maybe he'll figure out my what my deal is and um but he has sufficiently presented himself as as a problem and pathetic, and so of course his ass is getting sent to Yasumisu like immediately. Higuchi's like, "Oh yeah, we, we're, we'll we'll get you set up here. Why don't you go to Yasumisu? That'll be great for you." And he's like, "Great! I don't know what that is." And like, <laughs> and the cops like, "No!" Right? And like, it's so like, oh, it's so, it's so funny. Like, it's such a tragedy that's playing out, but it's what Haraki wants to happen on purpose um, and he even gets set up with the reporter and the photographer um, Yudai and Hisako uh, to mm-hmm. go with them in their van to Yasumizu and uh, so he gets to talk to them we get to talk to them finally they get some some personality some more personality and on the way down there even uh, Hisako uh, I forgot her like they refer to her so often as Mamiya and not yeah. Hisako. And so I'm like, who is this? Um, but yeah, yeah. she, the, the reporter, <laughs> she's like, um, she's talking to him and just kind of like, you know, as they're, they're both like, they're all like city folks and outsiders and stuff. And so that she's kind of like, this is kind of a weird, weird place. And she explains herself again. And she particularly remarks that the ruling families are strangely rich for a remote mountain village with, which is very mm. fascinating to me. Especially yeah. the main one, which we, we we've never met anyone related to them yet. Yeah, like how do they, how do they get so much like power and wealth just from like being in charge of a bunch of farmers? 
who don't even have like modern equipment. They're doing like old school right. rice farming. Yeah, even if Kami Fujiyoshi had more modern equipment, like that's still not enough money for you to have like mansions and foreign cars and like uh, you know expensive education. <laughs> we pay you to take care of the werewolf problem, okay? <laughs> You just keep it contained in here. And like, even if all those people were giving them all their money, it just doesn't seem like it would be enough for the way that they are. Right. <laughs> and Haruaki also notices they, they pass by some rice fields and he notices they don't have any machines. They do it all by hand. Yeah. Which is really strange. We've monetized the loops. <laughs> the stock market a lot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my, oh my gosh. God, what if? Wow. What if, what if they stole that movie's idea? Well, shit. What was Everybody's it time traveling like it's Animal Crossing. Yeah. Oh, this is killing me. Not. I keep wanting to say Looper, and it's not it. It's that movie. Primer. It was Primer. Thank yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The most the most boring time travel movie. <laughs> it's like I know it's so complicated, and you're like, I, I kind of want to understand this, and then I looked it up, and I'm like, nah. <laughs> that was kind of a waste of time. Oh, that's a, that's a, I like that theory a lot. I like that that they keep returning also, and because uh, it also seems like it's kind of an evil thing. Anyway, yeah, uh, to to not return or to return um, to loop. But anyway, uh, Hisako talks a lot, and Yudai keeps being like, you know, like don't scare him. You know, he's got to live there. Like, don't scare him off. And and Haraki keeps being like, no, no, it's fine. I'm fine. Everything's fine. Yeah, Hisako turns out to be a former occult reporter. Yeah, that rules. Yeah, who turned into a food reporter because there was no job, you know, with with cult stuff. I'm way into that. All the senior guys get to record on the cool occult stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And she's like, later, she's like, it's all online these days. They don't trust the magazines. All the best conspiracy theories are online. I don't know. I, you know, the best. That's great. I'm, I'm good for her. <laughs> uh, so, as so then they, they, and she, you know, she keeps being like, are you sure? Are you sure you can leave with us if you don't want to stay? And he's like, no, I'm fine. <laughs> so, but he knows <laughs> what's going to happen. So, as they enter Yasumizu on the road, uh, the first person they see is Rikako, and she's uh, in a field and looks at them and falls and hits uh, her head. Yeah, they also, before that, before that, they pass by two of the large boulders, um, which Hisako explains is a kind of toddy. Do you all know what toddy is? Because they don't explain it. They, they, they say the word and they don't tell you what it is. is it, it's like a, isn't it a guardian thing? No, Tori is the, the gates between, in front of Shinto shrines. The ones they're usually mm-hmm. red with like two planks on top. You see them mm-hmm. in a lot of video games. So those are Tori and, and they like represent the transition between the mundane world and the holy world of the shrine. That's why they're there. So she says that the Baldos are basically the same thing. And she gives us a lot of grounding uh, for some of these, some of these things. So it is interesting. Um, and that makes sense why the like why Tae was like going around and like paying homage to them in the village, right? Mm. So, so they do have that spiritual significance. So, yes. So Rikako is is in a field or something, and uh, she falls and hits her head on a rock, and she's bleeding. And they stop. They're like, "Stop the man!" And they they get they all get out, and they're like, "Oh my god, are you okay?" And she's so embarrassed. <laughs> But she's also immediately very silly. Like, the first thing yeah. she says is like, uh, who am I? And she just wants to say it once. 
Yeah, yeah. She's like, uh, so what we learn about Rikako through this, in this route, is that she's actually like kind of a goofball, probably uh, like a closet romance novel pervert type character (laughs) 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 who just like, who like reads a lot and doesn't have much social interaction um, before she got sent here anyway. And um, so she, yeah, she jokes and, and she even, she even jokes about how she's like, I guess, turned on by a man touching her hair. Um, So she starts flirting with him immediately and um, so didn't realize, folks, but this is the Rikako route, actually. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, we're, we, we're not on the Chiami route anymore. Um, our second mm. playthrough, we're on a different route. I feel like this is a joke on purpose. I feel like the game is yeah. doing this on purpose. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I don't think she's flirting with him at this point already. She's more overwhelmed right now that a man is talking to yeah. her. Well, she's she has a crush on him, for sure. Yeah. Right away. Later, she, yeah, she goes on to actually flirting. Yeah. <laughs> So then, of course, we get everyone's favorite trope, um, which is that Tae interrupts the scene, screaming large sprite, and is like, a brown-haired man is touching Rikako. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Don't, don't, don't mm. harm her. You know, like, don't, don't take her virginity or whatever. Uh, great. Mm. Cool. Can't wait to see that joke repeated many times. Um, <laughs> I smell a running gag uh, that's going to... Run uncomfortably whenever it runs. Brown hair dye, the most dangerous. Every route has to start with a joke about sexual assault. Everyone, it's the it's the law. This is an Otome game. Uh, so, uh, the reporters say that they'll, that they're like, let us take you to the village to see the doctor. And I was like, who's the doctor? But it's Nosato. It's, it's, uh, Kinosuke. He's a doctor. Uh, anyway, the, um, so she's in the, in the van with them then. <laughs> and uh, they they take her to uh, take her to her house and they drop her off. And uh, then seeing her house again. A cool thing that I think this this game does is like because Haraki is so savvy about what's happening to him, you know, every time something happens, like when they, they see her house and then he flashes back to thinking about uh, when she became corrupted and it's like this traumatic thing happened and it, he doesn't like stop thinking about it you know he's like it bug it bothers him a lot that this traumatic thing happened to this person and now it's mm. not and he's like whoa uh after they drop her off uh he's like a wonders about her outfit and like gives us uh they're like oh isn't that some kind of like religious garb, like is she? Does she have religious significance here? And um, and uh, Nosato is there, and he's like, "Don't, don't look. None of your business. Don't ask too many <laughs> questions." And they were like, "Fine." <laughs> um. Then they head to the dining hall, and of course, Kaori is there, and Haraki immediately like flashes back to when she went on a murderous rampage and lost her mind, and he's like, "Oh." gosh well every you know yeah. and uh yoshi shows up uh yoshitsugu shows up and continues to have a bad attitude and uh mm-hmm. and haragi makes a hell of an impression <laughs> on this kid uh somebody it's t- who wants who wants to talk about about that <laughs> well he does the yakuza thing right where he's like yeah. cut my pinky off you know, like with, which you would cut your own a, p- a digit of your own pinky off if you were you know Joining up. You have to make um, amends or yeah. stuff like that, right? And so he says to him, no, you do it. And he's like, well, you accuse me of being a coward. So if you're not a coward, you, you're going to 
cut off a joint of my pinky. And if you don't do it, then you, then I win. If you do it, then you win. If you don't, then I win. And he's like, you're, you're insane. It's an insane thing to say to somebody. He's like, ah, yes, you just said, you just told me I was insane. I am insane. Yes. Cut my pinky off. And it, <laughs> and it just basically the same thing he did the first time, except this time, uh, the first time this interaction happens is when they, they started making fun of, of his mother. It was like, this just, you know, you want to get crazy? Let's get crazy. Let's go. <laughs> and then he just confuses him and he leaves because he's just like, screw this guy. I'm out. <laughs> he's really setting himself up as a wild card also. Yeah. And then he immediately <laughs> convinces the news reporter that he might actually be one of those people. And she's like, are you, what are you doing over here? Are you, you out here to do a hit or something? What are you, what are you messing with this town? He's like, no, no, no. Just, just confusing the kid. It wasn't anything serious. <laughs> uh, and but Kaori is kind of like, oh, I'm so sorry about my son. He kind of deserved that, though. Like, yeah, <laughs> she's like, he was, she was so big, I couldn't control him. And he's like, he looked that big, but okay, fine. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's only so much, especially in such a small town where like things are so inconsequential, right? Like him not going to school, like what is the, what does that matter? Are they ever, you know, are they going to really reasonably be able to get out of this place? You know, like. It's that kind of, I can see where she's mm. kind of like, I can't explain to you why this is important because I don't know if it really will be. Uh, so uh, then uh, K- Kaori welcomes him and, and says, you need to go see Tai, the lady who yelled at you uh, to get set up to live here. Cause she's, um, we learned she's, um, she has the keys to the, to some of the houses, but also Rikako does. Cause she's part of some of the lead fam- the lead family. <laughs> Ty is like the landlord. She she's supposed to manage all the living places. Yeah, but um, Haruaki is supposed to work at the dining hall. That's what Choji told him to do. So is that also where Takumi comes in the first time? Or is that later? Uh, the next thing I wrote is uh, as he leaves the dining hall, he runs into Chiemi. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So Takumi is later. He walks out and, and Chiemi's at the door and they see each other and Chiemi, as she looks at him, uh, spontaneously starts crying and doesn't understand why. So other people are looping confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't remember the same details, but she, something, mm-hmm. something happened. Yeah. Um, to his credit, he immediately goes into, is, is she leap, looping too? Am I the only one? Or is there some other people looping? Like he's not, they're not making him dumb here. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. And she acts like she doesn't know who he is, but I don't I don't believe it. I think I think she thinks mm-hmm. that she's the only one looping. And since he, he if he had had time to like take her aside and be like, are you looping, too? But he never does. <laughs> so I guess it's too much, too much to try to ask somebody, um, especially because it might line up negatively with their spiritual beliefs. Yeah, it's. I think it's also tricky, right? I mean, like, if, if we have multiple people looping and, like, multiple people that can cause timelines and stuff, it gets pretty complicated pretty fast for this early in the in the store, in the game. You know what I mean? Like, try to get into all that. Like, I feel like they want to ease you into it, right? So he goes to... So he, he like, quickly, like, leaves and, like, leaves Chiemi at, uh, and, uh, to deal with it, uh, you know, to be like, ha-ha, I don't know what's happening. Ha-ha, bye. Um, and he goes to find Tai. And on the way there, he stops at Rikako's house to ask, like, where's, where is Tae? And um, she she just continues to be in love with him. 
And it really, it really changes my interpretation of the last loop. Uh, to know that that Rikiko like had a crush on him uh, this whole time. She makes that noise. She makes a really annoying noise. It's like, <laughs> oh. yeah. And it's it's the worst. And it's so loud. It's like very close to the microphone. Also, like just like, <laughs> oh. and like like what? Can you please stop? There's a lot of um, how should people call her stuff going on here with him. Should he call her by her first name with San or with Sama? And she's, she's read way too much too much manga. She's just she's she's out of it. She's played a bunch of Atome games for sure. <laughs> and um, also, the reason why she falls all the time is because of the outfit that she's forced to wear. So she's yeah. just like wearing like sandal like those high sandals like on grass, and <laughs> that's why she falls all the time. So she she knows there's one empty house. There's a guy who who passed an old man who passed away of old age, and uh, his name was Gen. Um, and uh, we don't know that much about him yet. But uh, anyway, um, she uh, she says like I have to dress this way. It's part of the Uematsu tradition. And she says that the Uematsu clan. Uh, she says we're the spider, and the spider are the bedroom woman servants. In, is what it says in English, and uh, which means they protect people's dreams. And ha- even Haraki is like, "Ooh, that sounds horny. I like it." Uh, but that's not <laughs> that's not what it is, unfortunately for him. Um, but she explains the f- the families in much more detail than we have gotten before. Um, so we talked about the the watering hole and the Higuchi and how they they brought fire to the people. They are also associated with the monkey. And then mm-hmm. uh, the ones that, that uh, Uematsu we know the most about, we, it's a spider, protects dreams. Their job is to absorb corruption as well, which is ominous. Uh, the Nosato, they're, they're the family of the crow. They're, do- they're the doctor family. They do autopsies. They know about poison uh, and, and wolfsbane in particular. Uh, and the Miguruma family are the snake and they uh, deal with farming and like the type of priests that predict the weather from like the old times. Sure. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah. Used to be divinators and yeah. Divination. That's the word that I'm looking for. So, Mm. uh, yeah, there's, so, uh, she, like they, he's like he's like why do you have this the key to this house or or like have, why have you been taking care of this house because the like the house has been maintained this whole time that this person has been dead and she says uh, taking in the corruption is one of Uematsu's roles, um, which seems a lot like their like a scapegoat role. So maybe the lowest on the hierarchy of families, uh, and. Um, and so she lets him into the house and he looks at it and it's been maintained. And he's like, oh, this is so nice. And thank you so much. And, you know, I really appreciate you helping me and explaining things. And um, she's so taken aback by his basic kindness that he thinks to himself, was the game this easy these days? Which is <laughs> <Just> so funny. <laughs> oh, so funny. He was like, wow, damn. Am I like... Right. <laughs> you just have to be nice to women and they'll fall in love with you this is so easy um, but he's like no this is something else 
He says she was just especially vulnerable to men is how he describes it. I would describe it as has read a bunch of romance novels, but never actually been on a date. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and he thinks she was probably all, always treated like very preciously by the people like her family and, and the other families where she wasn't treated as uh, like a peer or much less, I guess, like a, a like a sexualized uh, entity like that her, you know, that her job was like purely spiritual and and like they didn't really see her as a person. I think she's the actual head of the house. Yeah, she is. And she and she was she was not sent here. She came here by her own. I think you've implied. Yeah. So who treated her this way? Like what's what's that all about? What happened to the rest of her family? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she also the impression that I get and I don't I don't know if they we talk about it when we when they talk about it but the impression is that she's the last one also. Yeah. She is there are no other I mean, she's, I mean, as you could probably tell by, by the fact that she's on the younger side and she's the head of the family and she has no children, she must be the last one. And she's out here all alone, yeah. Yeah, but why the, the other family seems to be, like, large. Nosato is, like, yeah. is, is far from being the head of the family. Yeah, he's the second son. Yeah. Maybe it's when you take in all the corruption that it knocks off a few of the family members. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I don't know. It's that that's a spooky thing too. It's like was it some kind of power play? Like, you know, what what happened? Um but uh now that so now Haraki has a house that he can stay in and he can bathe himself in there and he can lock the door and he's like, Great, now I have to make sure the reporters also are safe so that they make it through this this night. And um he punctures the tires on the van so that they can't leave, so that they don't try to leave uh, like they did before and uh, get killed in the mist. And he says he, he says the best, like, the best chance is probably to just live early, but he can't figure out how to like make them do that, so he makes it that they can't leave, yeah. which is kind of stupid. He's, he's kind of like, I don't really care that much like if they live or die. Like, I don't know. If only, if only I had some way of trying again, but I don't know. <laughs> And there are no choices in this part, so there is no route where he gets them to leave early. Um, it's not it's not our fault, okay, <laughs> folks at home? That's what I'm overgetting at here. Yeah. But I wonder if he got them to leave early and they weren't, again, were not part of the game, if there would have been two, two wolves again and it would have been the same. Yeah. Well, there are choices in this route that we just don't have the keys for them yet. So maybe at some point we will have that. Yeah. Uh, so... Let's see. So he punctures the tires. Uh, I just, at this point in my notes, I wrote, are we on the Rikako route? <laughs> oh, cause she's there again. And she's just like following him around. And um, then we meet Takumi. Yeah. Then, then we have the second appearance of the running joke with Tai. Misunderstanding. Yep. Oh yeah. Cause they talk about, oh, she's like, oh, those nails, like they're like long and they penetrated deep into that tire or whatever <laughs> the fuck. And Oh my god, give me a break. Rika goes so horny. <laughs> she needs to calm down. She's like, finally, a prospect, you know, out of everyone in this town. She's like, losing it. <laughs> huh. So, um, ta- then we meet Takami, and uh, he gets jealous that Haraki is going to be working with Kaori. He's like, upset. He's like, you're going to work. You know, he starts talking like he's going to help Takami. And then, then they're like, no, the- Higuchi said that I have to, that I have to work here. And he just kind of like backs off immediately and is like, oh, well, if Higuchi said it, you know. Yep. 
Um, they talk about Gen and Gen's house, and I don't, I don't know that much about him. We don't learn that much about him. Seemed like an old guy who died of old age, and everybody liked him. Everything, you know. Uh, uh, Ty- <laughs> the next thing I wrote in my notes is Ty keeps really focusing on how we can't fuck Rikiko. And yeah, he does <laughs> say something like how we cannot fuck her. Like, like that something bad would happen if we fuck her. I guess she would lose her powers, is what I'm guessing. <laughs> Whatever those are. <laughs> Maybe that's why she's the, like, the last one. Maybe there are other ones, but they had sex. And so they're not qualified anymore. There's like a ton of them, but they just, you know, lived normal lives. <laughs> they're all out fucking somewhere else. Yeah, they all, they all got married and left. Yeah. Um, and well, I guess if they got, if they did get married, right, like they would change their names and then they wouldn't be part of the Uematsu family anymore. Uh, well, in Japan, a lot of times the husband takes the wife's um, surname if she's the more important one. If her family is mm. more important. So that's probably what would have happened here. Yeah. Unless there's a, like a reason why they wouldn't be more important. Because of whatever this... They seem like they got the short end of the stick is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, so they like, okay, where... He's like, wait, okay, where are the other places where the journalists can stay? There's the dorm in the... Uh, there's the student dorm. But what's... There's not another room. And he's like, well, there's the outhouse. But I'm not sure that that really worked or not. Um, and so he ends up going to Kinosuke uh, at his mansion to try to figure out another place they can stay. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, Kinosuke has a garage, which seems like it would be a valid option. But I don't know. And um, he says, he talks to Haraki about the mists and he says, like, people are afraid of the mists because somebody always dies because there's, like, accidents and stuff like that. But he doesn't say anything about the, the killing game. Uh, but he sa- also says that the mists happen every one or two decades, which does not line up with Tae's story from the last loop where she was yeah. like, you know, this has never happened. So she was definitely lying. And also, it happened eight years eight years ago, where the um, his project um, collapsed. Whatever they were building over yes. there. Yes. Yes. Last, I mean, I guess she wouldn't have benefited as the wolf, but last last loop, she was the wolf, right? Yeah. Ty. So, I guess she could have lied, but it doesn't really help her do anything. You know. Just to not explain. Hmm. Last loop, it looked like no one. It, it was the first time for all of them. But apparently oh, not. Oh, I see. Interesting. That's right, because they wasn't it until, like, until they finally it was revealed to them that they were wolves that things started to make sense or whatever. Yeah, maybe hmm. none of them had ever participated in a feast before. But yeah, but it's definitely happened before. I see. So, um, and and I don't know, uh. Kinosuke, I don't think that he was living here at the time of the construction accident eight years ago. No, most most of them uh, didn't live here yet. Well, yeah, yeah. So uh, anyway, um, so he basically like tells Haraki all these like good, reasonable sounding things about why everyone should stay indoors for safety. And um, and he talks about like the construction manager should have pulled out before the mist set in, but they didn't, and then everybody died from a landslide. Um, 
And and Haraki remembers, oh, that's the landslide that Takumi said he had to he had to dispose of the bodies. And he's yeah. like, wait a minute, the mist came in. Was there a previous game? And the game was mm-hmm. uh, for the people on the construction site. And then Takumi had to go get the dispose of the bodies. Like that's really suspicious. Like was Takumi mm-hmm. part of that game or like did he clean up after the game is over? Like does that happen? What's that all about? Maybe they all just broke the rules because they weren't from Yasumizu and they all got killed by the corruption and, like, that was it. Yeah, they're all like, we ain't taking no baths. We're not cleaning up. <laughs> yeah, they, or they just didn't know, right? Yeah, though, Takumi really is the, the, the one who really doesn't believe... Uh, uh, believe oh, the yeah, to so trust. he must, he must so not he, have participated. Yeah, he really doesn't seem... It really doesn't seem like he has participated in it before. But he was here mm. to take care of the bodies, so something weird went on eight years ago. So then that, that leads to, to Kunosuke pointing out that the prefab building at the construction site is another house that locks that they can use. And um, it seems like Kunosuke likes us more in this timeline. Just saying. Uh, and also because Haraki knows how to act around him, because he knows. Yeah, he's very deferent, uh, he defers to him a lot. And he's like, well, you know how to speak to a village elder or a leader or whatever. Yeah. Mm. Um, and so he, you know, so so now he's got, he's, he's like, okay, so one of them can stay in the prefab and hopefully one of them can stay in the, the dorm. So I have two places. Excellent, excellent. And uh, on, he heads back to the dining hall and he runs into Kanzo, old man Kanzo, who is wearing a weird triangle on his face. Hmm. Unexplained. Hmm. He also has a rifle. Well, he, he always has that. No, he, did, he didn't bat the previous loop. This is the first time we see him. Did he, did he not walk around with a gun in nope. the previous loop? No. Nope. No, yeah. Potential looping evidence? Hmm. Wait, how was the gun involved in the previous loop, wasn't it? I'm kind of forgetting. No, I mean, like, this time he's carrying a gun because he looped. Because he's like, I'm not oh, trusting any of you fuckers this time. I ain't dying first, goddammit. <laughs> the previous time his rifle was used to shoot Tak- Takumi at the end. That's right, yeah. We That's what I was thinking of, yeah. Jesus. So, um, again, this is, you know, like last time we saw Tai with the, the triangle on her face, we still don't have like a, an answer for that. Uh, and, uh, there's a, there's a weird smell coming from inside the dining hall and Kanzo says it is Shishinare. Um, and sure. And, uh, they, so then they, he goes in and he's like, okay, you know, Kinosuke said that, um, one of you can stay in the prefab and, um, and then Yudai is like, well, I'll, I'll go in there and Hisuko should stay in the dorm. You know, she's a lady and she's a single lady and, you know, I want to protect her. And after he says that, Tai seems to like suddenly act a lot nicer to her, like very protective of her learning that she's like a a single lady. And, Mm. um, so I like the relationship that uh, Hisuko and Yudai have, like where like she's so like talkative and authoritative, but like he's so much older and like more experienced, and he's like very protective of her. Uh, it's it's like a sweet relationship. Yeah, we also we also learn he has a daughter, and Haruaki is really surprised by that. Yeah, and then Haruki's like, "No, oh, don't make yeah. me feel bad." When you you know if you get killed, I'm gonna feel bad. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has a wife and daughter. He's a normal guy. Yeah. Um, 
so uh then so that's that's all settled so there so he's like okay they should be safe we're all good and then uh he eats food in the dining hall he gets some of the local delicacy from from kaori which is a soup like they had before with meat in it but the meat is fermented Mm. Mm. yep what is it does that i wonder if that means anything I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't taste good. It seems like, I, I don't know. I, every time something's fermented, I just think about it's alive with Brad Leone. And, uh, and I feel like, he, I feel like Brad would do this. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, uh, it, he, he like, he's like, it's, it's too interesting for me to think it's gross. Like he's like, it's not good, but it's so interesting that I enjoyed it basically. Yeah, and what I think at one point they say like the the fresh meat goes bad, so they have the only thing they can do is ferment it because then it preserves it or yeah. something like that. But yeah, they, it's like there's no like they, we don't have anything fresh. It's just like fermented meat is what we got goes in the food. Yeah, or it just lasts longer. Like the fresh meat goes away faster. Yeah, because yeah. mm. I think they do have fresh things. But anyway, I think it's a cover up because it's meat from people who died in the forest, <laughs> and it covers up the taste that it's human meat. So not really. I don't think that. I also don't know how you tell anyway. Yeah, I yeah. Say, like, yeah. But last time I ate human. Yeah, like what? Anyway, um, yeah, you could call it wild boar and nobody would know. Uh, so his job in the kitchen is to reassemble broken plates because Kamifujiyoshi sends Yasumizu broken plates to, and they can repair <laughs> them and eat off of them. Of course. Yeah. So we we learn uh, all right already learn a lot more about the relationship between Kami Fujiyoshi and Yasumizu, um, and Yasumizu is the punishment zone. But the reason they built those dorms, those fancy dorms in the middle of nowhere, like a like an apartment building, is because the children don't deserve to be punished, right? Like they're just the children of the parents who are there because they are being punished. So the children live in the dorm to kind of be like, well, this isn't your fault. Yeah. Um, at that point, the children come home from school. The teens are back. And uh, Mochi has elevated us to Piss Man instead of Poop Man. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So he's looping too, obviously, has a th- has learned some things. Well, it's because it's because of what, what, what Taraki says, though. So it's Taraki's fault. <laughs> mm-hmm. Haruaki immediately proposes they have like a who can hold off his, the, the piss longest. Yeah, and they and he's like, and and Moji's like, how'd you know I really had to pee really bad? And Haraki's like, I also have to pee really bad, so let's call it off. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they meet them. Uh, Haru still doesn't like us. Uh, uh, Yasunaga is is a good boy. Uh, the old man who cried wolf appears, and uh, this time Haraki is able to avoid his prank. Because he knows what's going to happen. Yep. Yeah, his price are so good. I wonder if that's how the old man who cried wolf tests to see if he's looping. Oh, interesting. I feel like, I still feel like the old man who cried wolf knows exactly what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. And Haraki even wonders, he goes, I wonder if he participated in a feast in the past and what he experienced made him go insane. You know what? Wait, you know what I just realized? Remember the theory that the old man who cried wolf is Haruaki? Mm-hmm. It kind of makes sense, right? Because, okay, he dies twice and he just snaps immediately, right? <laughs> so a couple games of werewolf, boom. You're the old man who cried wolf. <laughs> easy. Easy action. And he's already thought about what happens if I go to an old age and die. Do I loop back again after this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Maybe that I don't. That, that feels like a stretch to me, but I also think it would be it would be really great if it was true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so there's they they like sing the the prayer song again. So no, I think he meets uh, Rikako and um, Meiko outside. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And Meiko like tries to sing the song, but she doesn't really know the lyrics. So Rikako sings it for him. And. Uh, This time I wrote down the, the line number six, which is six. The badger runs along late with Nare as a fix. And it's a reference to Shishinare. Uh, if you look up the word nair, uh, it's like a bird's nostril. <laughs> And I was like, what? That's not it. Um, so it's a good thing we learned that weird word. Um, again. Like in, in, in Japanese, why? it's a bird's nostril? <laughs> no, in, in, in English, oh, it's a bird's nostril. Oh, so don't. <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, is this a, a tr translation? But it's not. It's not translated, and that's why it was so confusing. No, it's not. It's a Japanese word. It's definitely a Japanese word. Uh, so, uh, oh, and then, and then Chiami arrives, and she's covered in blood because Chiami constantly uh, is, puts up false flags that she's a murderer. <laughs> and she's like, hey, I got back from helping uh, clean all the animals, that the wild game that we, that we caught. Like taking them apart, she didn't even just clean them. Yeah, butchering them. Yeah. yeah. And then she smiles really big, like, hey, just covered in blood, no big deal. Yeah. And then <laughs> uh, there's a showdown where Chiemi invites Hauraki to go see her butcher some meat, and Rikako asks him to go with her to the graveyard. And, and he's like, both of these things are fucked up. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I love both of these it. things. Yeah. yeah I <laughs> And and then it sort of sets up that Chiemi and Rihiko are going to be competing for Hauraki's feelings in this in this route. Or well, they think they're competing. We know Hauraki loves Chiemi, but like they are, they identify each other as romantic rivals. Yeah, and Chiemi yeah. outs uh, Rihiko as um, someone who's really horny in this part. Yeah. <laughs> She really does. <laughs> oh God, this, uh, this is so much. Yeah. This is so much. They're just like right out. They come right out with it. Just bam, right out the gate. Which is such a contrast to like Takumi pining for Kaori for years, right? Like, and, and also uh, Kinosuke pining for Rikako. Like, you know, like the, the women are just like, I'm into it. Like right off the bat. <laughs> <sighs> so then uh, that's like right before the mists show up. So the, the mists arrive and... Um, Haraki, like everybody's where they're supposed to be. Everybody's inside. He like goes around, make sure makes they make sure everybody's inside. He's like he goes to his house, he locks it, and everything. Haraki tries really hard to to make it look like he doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, <laughs> not very well either. And the reporters are like, "What the? F no, we don't have to rush home. No, you have to rush home. Get get back in your house." And they're like, "Okay." <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised that nobody like catches on to that but i guess that would just be like another loop and that would be a waste of our time so right uh so also thank god Haraki actually considers that the wolves could be different people this time we don't have like a shocked moment that they're different people he's like oh i wonder if they're gonna be the same or not um and he also reflects on he and he has his you know Haraki patented moments of reflection and he wonders about how the people here got so weirdly irrational about specific things that like they seem so normal otherwise and reasonable and 
but something about so about stuff related to this to this feast and their religion they they get completely irrational um and he wonders if it's because they have quote unquote seen god uh or seen um shinai yep mm. so he's able to go to sleep and make it through the mists make it through the first night yeah he kind of he doubts if he could fall asleep um because he's so um on edge but then it just wakes up mm-hmm. in the morning and some somehow he fell asleep yeah he's fine and uh so he wakes up and it's it's 6 a.m and he's gonna go out and look for information and he runs across kanzo uh who tells who reminds him to check if he has a guardian and he's like oh shit i forgot i i could have one and he goes back and checks his stomach and he does how rocky is the snake Mm-hmm. Oh, it's really creepy. He has, he has like like entire paragraph written in blood on his stomach. Yeah, and he, he doesn't know whose blood is. Is it like is it the is it a beast blood? Can you get sick from it? And is it like how's it written? Like, is it easy to read? Does he have to look in the mirror? Is it written in mirror? We don't know. But like, it says, I no, it it it, it does it does. It says that he 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 wants to find a mirror, but then just says he'll take a picture of it with his phone. So that's what he does. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. I'll just take a picture with my phone. It's a good thing he's not, like, overweight, so he'd have to, like, roll it up or down and be like, oh, let me see if I can manipulate this. I can't quite yeah, get like the whole how? thing in the picture. I guess we'll see if Udai gets a roll in, in the future um, and, and how they handle it. Uh, but he's a snake. He goes back out, and Khan's just like, D- you know, did you check? And, and like, kind of is like, do you have one? And uh, Haruki's like, what? Because <laughs> he's not going to admit it. Of course, he's already playing the game, and Kanzo's like, "Oh, right, yeah." yeah he's, not, he's not even you know? admitting that he knows what what he's talking about. What what's even going on? But that's really yeah. smart of him. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, and they and Kanzo says one one person died. Oh no! No one was supposed to die. One person died. Um, it was you die. He went out and to use the bathroom in the middle of the night and died from the corruption. <laughs> yeah, because Haraki didn't check that the prefab didn't have a toilet. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I guess that's on me. I killed that guy. There's a choice at where it's like, oh, do you like, because he like says, oh, like you should stay, you die, you should be at, at my house and I'll stay in the prefab. And like, there's a locked choice there. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So this is so right away. I'm like, oh, this is fucked. Like this loop is doomed because you and I didn't live, and so we don't have the maximum number of players, and so we're definitely going again after this. Mm-hmm. And the wolves will be different again. Uh, so, um, this time, let's see. Uh, we uh, he, oh Haruki also talks more to to Rikako, and she says that uh, Fujiyoshi depends on Yasubisu. Uh, which is interesting. Uh, mm. At this time, when I was reading this, I also thought that this that something about this ritual may be related to why the the ruling families are so wealthy, but I'm not sure. It all it kind of like strikes me as that, like it's some sort of ritual or something uh, that gives them some benefit or whatever, um, makes the crops gold or whatever yeah. we don't we, do, we don't find Yudai's body straight away though so we first go to the dining hall and wait for everyone and 
Yeah, we all they all go together. Yeah, yeah. On, only when um, everyone else shows up that he realizes it's Yudai who who's dead. And everybody else deals with it really well, except for the reporter, who's like, oh my god! Yeah! And she's, like, so fucked up because everybody else is being so normal about it. And she's like, is this a murder call? Like, what? what is this? Like, did you lure us up here to, like, kill outsiders and all this stuff? And and then, wait, right before that, Rikako is like, ah, well, it's my role to, like, take in the corruption. And she positions herself like she is going to eat some of the corpse. Yeah. And then she stops and Takumi's like, you don't have to do that here. Like, that's, you don't, <laughs> What? What? And you wonder why his family what? keeps dying off. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. What? Don't eat corpses. Although maybe they're all eating corpses, so we don't know. Was she doing that the whole time last time? Oh, it can't. Well, it couldn't be the one, not the ones who got murdered by the wolves, because Haraki helped dispose of some of those bodies. But the people who died to the corruption, who were just piles of goo. Oh, yeesh. Ooh. That's, oh. No. <laughs> that's bad. Stop yeah. it. Yeah, that's why there's why? no heirs in this family. Oh, God. Well, well, you know, Takumi stops her, right? Maybe, yeah. I don't know. Maybe she's just really overeager. I, and... God. There's a... Uh, 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 uh. Anyway. Let's, let's believe in a comedy of errors where she thinks that's part of it and someone keeps having to just like, not like, no, 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 no. Not necessary here, you know? She's like, I know I'm going to have to eat somebody at some point in my life. And everyone's like talking behind her back. Like, why does she think that? <laughs> hey, that wasn't part of the corrupting tape. They, tell her that. Why'd they tell her that? Very Poppins-esque musical number. Don't have a spoonful of sugar with that Whoa. big pile of goo. <laughs> terrifying. So then uh, Hisako is like, wait, where's his camera? And she like, go. they go through the remains. And Haraki helps her go through the remains to find his camera to see if he took a picture of what killed him before he died. But the camera is broken. So we don't know. The camera is broken, but Hisako takes the memory card and runs off. Yeah. So we don't know she, what if she if she saw anything in there yeah. yet. Chiemi goes after her and then... After that, Chiemi says that she, uh, Hisako locked herself in a room with the memory card, trying to figure out if she can recover it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, after disposing of the body, Haraki washes himself off and comes back to the dining hall, where they find, again, the symbols of the wolves written on the big stones in the middle of the square. And there are three wolves, because there are more players now. Yep. It's hmm. to keep it balanced, just like when you play in real life. <laughs> just like the rule book says. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, obviously we know the roles are different, but it's just confirming the roles are different. And also there are three wolves. And uh, then, uh, as to relieve some of the tension during breakfast, uh, how Rocky basically messes with everyone that li- has a crush on someone to try to get them to admit that they like the people they like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, focus, dude. <laughs> yeah, all right. You can't stand it. I mean, I get it. Like, if you know that, like, somebody, it's like two people, like, like each other, and you're like, you know, if if they, if you would just admit it, you know, you would get together. It would work out. You just, like, want to bug them about it. Um, oh, sure. Yeah. You know, usually some murder stuff, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> he like he like teases he says like about Kaori like oh I wish that I, I hope that, that my wife is like this someday and and Takumi gets mad and then Rikiko wants to talk to him and and uh, Nosato is upset and and he's like why was you why don't you just tell her how you feel and they're all like no um then uh, there's a Rikiko takes us aside and uh, she's talking to us more about um, about stuff that you know the history and stuff and um, and she explains that this she says this village prospered by killing the servants of God and that Taya will explain more later and it's setting us up for the story of the feast um, I don't think that gives us any new information particularly, but this also made me think that like doing this ritual provides some like prosperity to, to Kami Fujiyoshi. Um, oh, and this is where we learn Tai is like the manager, but she doesn't own any of the land. Yasumizu is owned by Kami Fujiyoshi, owned by the, the family heads. Um, so they don't, none of them own the land here. So they, they, they truly are like ostracized. They are banished here. <laughs> they do not own it. Like they are banished. They're being punished to live here. This is a punishment. Yeah. This relationship is so fucked up. <laughs> yeah. And Rikiko was like, you know, Fujiyoshi used to be really welcoming to visitors and like, let, like, let, <laughs> you know, and all this stuff. And, and now it's not, which is like, not during your lifetime though. Um, <laughs> And then, as Haraki continues to talk to her, he's he's kind of like he's kind of playing games with her heart, and he needs to quit doing that. Um, but he doesn't. He's he's just kind of playing around, I guess, probably because he's looping, just like isn't whatever. And I think he just he still doesn't really believe that she's sincere. He still thinks that she has some ulterior motive. He does say that like he still has a thing for Chiemi, but he realizes that. This looks Chiemi is not the Chiemi from last time. So he shouldn't treat her the same way. Yeah, he's trying to like steal himself for that Chiemi not remembering and like not loving him, not feeling the way that he feels. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, I'm sure you guys have mentioned this before. It's, ver- it's very Groundhog Day. It takes a lot of those things of like, oh, if you're going to have a romantic relationship with someone who is not looping, then it's never going right. to work. Mm hmm. And um, and then I think at that point they um, they collect everyone. Even Hisako, she's with Chiemi, and she seems to have like calmed down enough to be able to go with everyone else to the feast. And that's it. That's where our reading cuts off. They they head to the feast. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, any predictions about who, who the wolves are? Well, yeah, Nasado. <laughs> I, I know who one is, so I, I won't talk about that. I don't know who the other two are. You can tell people if I'm right. No, um, <laughs> no, no. Don't, don't, don't spoil it. I know, I'm, jo- I'm joking. I was making a joke. Like You can tell them that because I'm right, you know, that like mock arrogant. Nobody's really done anything like weird so far that would make me think like, oh, it's definitely this person. Like everybody went and go went to check the body. You know, obviously, uh, Hisako freaks out because her partner is murdered and she thinks this village is going to kill her next. <laughs> and, um, you know, everybody talked about the people they like at breakfast. Rikiko has a crush on Haraki. It's not really anything suspicious yet so far. That Nobody seems to have, like, gotten some horrible news. 
I feel like oh sorry um it's like uh raging loop seems smarter than you can metagame it you know what I mean really yeah. like that like because one obvious ish one would be that uh Chiami is a wolf this time but I feel like they wouldn't do that just because that's sort of an obvious kind of thing you know yeah so and, and they really want to emphasize the fact that uh hey the wolves change so they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know what? You can't really assume that just because somebody's acting weird again means they are a wolf or is not a wolf. Right. Or they might be. Or because of multiple, you know, you never know. Like, Ty could be a wolf again, but who the hell knows? But we're the snake this time, so we can find out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How does it work then? Like, after- uh, it's every, every night, the snake puts a name under their pillow and they find out that if that person is human or not. Yeah. Right. Gotcha. Hopefully, in blood written on their stomach, because that's apparently. <laughs> I, I believe. I believe that's the way it works. Yes. All right then. Well, that's disgusting, but not the worst thing we've seen so far. How do you not wake up from someone writing stuff on your stomach? Yeah, wouldn't that tickle? Magic, magic curse. <laughs> Maybe it's like a big stamp. You know what's fucked up too though, right? Like, cause if somebody like probably has to like be really sleepy and take a shower and it'd be like, shit, wait. And then like they have like a big mess on their stomach or whatever, and it's like, wait. It's like when you wash the number off your hand when you get home. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Then you're screwed, I guess. Yeah. I guess you would I mean you would know if you were the wolf because you wouldn't fall asleep at night and the other wolves would be like, hey. <laughs> Why am I covered in blood this morning? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it'll it'll be interesting to see what... Also now, after, you know, after Takumi made a big mistake of saying he's a snake right away, now Haraki has a chance to do something smart and also get a lot of information with his ability to loop. So if he's, he could figure out what everybody is maybe or if he's wrong he gets to loop again i guess because we <laughs> no. don't we don't have the key to keep Yudai from dying so we just have to keep doing this one again until we figure out to let him stay in our house <laughs> yeah because the whole point is to get as many people in so that you max out the amount of villagers versus the number of wolves that's got to be the conclusion he reaches at the end of this route yeah. like it, that's got to be it and he's like ah oh, fuck i gotta i gotta make sure the photographer is alive Mm-hmm. We needed one more person. But there's there's so many bad options for it to be the wolf, right? Like, there's so many options that would be fucked up. Like, it was already fucked up last time for one of the teens to be the wolf. Like, right. there's so many things now. I hope that, like, I hope that, that Nosato is human every single time and never is anyone <laughs> important. <laughs> yeah, like he's always the red herring. Yeah, I, I hope that he's never important. <laughs> but everyone wants to execute him first anyway. Um, I relate to that uh, when I play Werewolf, too. I can't wait till it's Mako. It's just weird as hell. Yeah, like, what's that, right? Like, that's... Is that gonna happen? That's, I mean... Bah, bah, sheep, you're here for me to eat. <laughs> like, is she... Oh, well, she was the monkey last time, so... I don't know. Yeah, she, pr- she probably can't read, though, so how would she even know? Rikiko would have to help her. So then, like, what if she was like, oh, I'm the wolf, and then Rikiko's like, we have to kill her, but I don't want to kill her because she's a baby. Oh, God. I am... Um, what was I going to say? 
I was thinking originally that, you know, maybe she's always the monkey, her and um, the other kid. Uh, mochi. Uh, mochi. Mochi. Mochi, thank you. Just to kind of like sort of spare us or whoever. You know what I mean? To be like, look, these two are out of it. They're here for plot reasons. But, you know, we're not going to kill a kid or consider, you know, hanging them. They already killed kids in this. I mean, they died by hanging. I I met with, uh, well, Mako. I met with Mako really more than anything just because like, yeah, I guess you're right. They're not hanging. But Uh, there there was a difference between a 15 year old and a five year old still. Right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, anyway, so I don't know. And then next time we'll have to see who's here for the recording. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Which one of us is going to die this time? I feel I feel nervous. Who yeah. survives? <laughs> Gonna make it to the feast. <laughs> well, how are we mitigating gaming the podcast re- recording so that we all stay alive? I don't know. I mean, we've started an hour later than usual twice, which is starting to weed people out, I think. Yeah. Mm. Dropping like flies. We'll have to make a better decision next week. <laughs> well, you came back to life, Jim. I did. Yeah, yeah. well, I looped. I looped, and I made the <laughs> correct choice this time. <laughs> don't get sick. Yeah. It's going to suck because we're going to have like a few episodes where all of us are here, and it's like, so how did that work? Oh. Anyway, um, <laughs> so what, what are we reading? Just like how Rocky, you know, he's got to get everyone there. Uh, so f- the next session. So I, think, I think we're reading... Two days, so until the feast on the 15th. Mm-hmm. Which is the third one, because we're about to do one, and then there's one tomorrow, and then there's one the next day. Yeah, so we're going to go to two feasts and then and then stop when the third one is about to begin. Okay, so we do two feasts, so including the feast that we're doing when we start the game, then yeah. the next feast, and then the third one we don't do. Exactly. Yeah, until just okay. before the feast on... May 15th. Okay. Uh, yeah, this game is difficult to find stopping points for. Yeah, which, so, so it'll be on, on the 15th when, like, after they've, they've discovered, like, they've done the check for, like, who's still alive. Um, and they're about to go to the... Yeah, I think there a couple of other things that happened before the feast on that day. Yeah. Oh, boy. Can't, can't wait to see... These characters who we care about have to struggle with difficult moral decisions and turn out to secretly be evil. This game has an underlying message of never trust anyone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Anyone can betray you, even characters you enjoy and care about and have good intentions. They can be forced to do evil things. I don't like it. I I want to protect all of them. But I guess we will in the end. I'm really curious about who's looping, who's all, who all is looping, because now that it's in my are. head, maybe all of them are exactly until they they make it until they solve the puzzle. They're all maybe they all are. Yeah, as soon as you eat the food, you start looping. Yeah, maybe it gets tricky, right? Because uh, Udai like dies, stu- like he breaks the rules the first time, and then this time he's like, I gotta take a piss during werewolf time. Can't take it. There's no toilet in here. You know, so if he, I hope he's not looping for his sake. How great would it be if the key unlock isn't we'll trade rooms? It's just, hey, remember to piss in your room, okay? Okay, here's a bucket, yeah. <laughs> Remind you that I have priorities. Maybe. <laughs> oh, God. Poor guy. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so, well. we will see you all next time. 
Mm-hmm. Awoo. Awoo. <laughs> <laughs>